Okay, so I'm super excited because I have my sister Katie Mitchell Clampett on the My Story, um, and um, she has a good word, and it's friendship. Uh, we were just praying and 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 laughing and cutting up because I said she talks too much, <laughs> <laughs> and she knows that I, it's not true that it really is me, um, but she is a friend of mine. And, um, you know, we're a family. I've known her since she was a little girl, um, but she's a friend of mine. And one of the things, Katie, I thought about today, um, you know, just thinking about friends and kind of some of the things that I study the scriptures and what that looks like. Um, And I remember you saying that you talk to your mama every day, and I got to thinking about it. We've just about talked to each other (laughs) every day. Every day. Um, but um, I'm not going to talk a whole lot on that because I want you to talk about, you know, friendship and what the Lord has said to you. But the one thing that I wrote down in my notes, um, and I put it on my little Instagram, I posted it already, but the Bible is filled with inspiring stories about people of faith who supported each other in times of trouble. Um, and our love for each other may be like the most perfect representation of who our father is um and so i went from that and then i started digging into the scriptures you're the only one who's not sent me any scriptures but i didn't ask you to because i i was like i just want to look it out look for it myself Mm -hmm. and and i had drew on last time and his was on perseverance and his Mm -hmm. scriptures that he gave me was amazing um but and I told him, I was like, you know, I, I learned a lot from the scriptures that he sent, but I got a glimpse into what God was downloading for him. Um, but like this one, <laughs> this is good, Katie, some good stuff. Um, and so I'm going to be quiet because I don't want to read a scripture and that be your script. I just want to wait and see and we'll just dig into what friendship is. Um, and I love you and I'm so proud of you. You are a beautiful friend. And I... Not just to me, but I watch you with Holly and Robin and all your friends, and I don't want to miss anybody, you know, miss, miss, not say anybody's name, but I watch you with your friends, and I watch you with each other, and it's no surprise to me when you said I want to talk about friendship, so, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> as I was thinking about this I well let me back up yeah so when we first started talking about doing a podcast I was like oh maybe we'll talk about boundaries maybe we'll talk about you know because that's my other favorite thing yes um but I just kept having these situations come up where I was seeing people in my life that I know like really struggle with relationships and I was like what's the deal like do people not have good friends (laughs) and then I started realizing and looking back and kind of thinking about people that I know that I'm and not me but just like people that have friendships like me have now become the exception Mm -hmm. and not the rule Mm -hmm. and so I was like okay we got to talk about friendship because um I would not have survived the last year, the last five, the last without my friends. Oh, man. Like, they they pulled me through half the time. Um, and so, I started thinking about some of my friends. And Robin and I have been friends mm-hmm. for 18 years. <laughs> yep. And I called her and I was like, Robin, 
18 years. She was like, we're not old enough to have been friends for 18 years. It's like, unfortunately, we are. Yeah, imagine how I feel. Yeah. (laughs) So, and then Holly and I were talking about it over the weekend. We've been friends for 15 years. Um, I had a Facebook memory come up to my friend Bethany, who doesn't live here anymore, but Mm -hmm. we are still so close. We've been friends for 13 years. I mean, I just have a lot of people in my life that I've been really good friends with for a long time. And not just like the kind of friend that's like I know you right and I when I see you I say hey but like these people could tell you stuff that's happening in my life right now like really close strong friendships people that you trust yeah mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> I'm really proud of that. Amen. Like, I'm really, that's one area of my life that didn't get blown up in the last year. Yeah, we've talked about that. And, but I'm really proud of the circle of friends that I've built and the people that are in my, that are in my inner circle. Um, Because I trust all of those people. Amen. I trust them with all of my junk. And... Over the course of those friendships, um, it never occurred to me to not tell them something for fear that they would gossip or they would go behind my back. Mm -hmm. Like that was just never a thing. And um, that's just one area that I feel like one, I've been really blessed in, but two, I've worked really hard to get there. And that meant some hard conversations and that meant some people came into my life that couldn't be in my inner circle. Mm -hmm. Like that, it took a lot of work and a lot of commitment from me and from them to be in this relationship and I'm really proud of of those friendships and I don't think we're proud enough of ourselves at times so um well one thing I you know I study and I research because you know I'm a nerd like that it said like Americans like they mm-hmm. did a research. Did you read? Have you said it, re- read anything on this yet? No. Okay. One. They think they have at least one friend. I believe it. And a lot of them are their spouse. Yeah. Which you know your spouse is your best friend. Right. right? That covenant. But, and so we're isolated. We're in, um, you know, all the things. Insecure. Lonely. Yep. And it, it goes back to what you said, trust. Mm-hmm. But... You have that with them because you're such a great friend because you, I mean, I share things with you all the time. It's not just because you're my sister. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's because I trust you, right? And I I know you're going to pray with me. You're going to tell me hard things I might not want to (laughs) hear. Like Kim came out of her little world today Uh and now she's going back in, quit retreating. But like, you know what I mean? So you named three. I know you have more than that. Right. But those are... That's a big deal. Okay, yeah. keep going. <clears throat> um, so when I was thinking about, like, how do I even, des- like, how do I describe this to somebody? And what's a good picture of what I think friendship is supposed to look like? And I think biblically what it's um, presented as. Um, and Robin and I actually met for coffee this morning. And um, I was telling her that I was going to do this podcast. And um I said, you know, when I think about friendship and I think about what it really means, um, as I was prepping, this uh, story kept coming to my mind. So back in 2020, um, when mom was sick, um, we had a freak accident on Black Friday and she had to be rushed to the hospital. And 
that night I was supposed to go over to Holly's house with Holly and Robin and Brooke who is another great friend of mine that we've been friends for 30 years which is ridiculous but (laughs) we were in diapers together but I was supposed Mm -hmm. to go hang out with them because Brooke was in town um, and we were going to have a girls night at Holly's house and um, dad and I had to go to the hospital and I called uh, one of them and I was like I can't come mom's on her way to the emergency room like it's really bad I don't know what's going to happen yeah whatever and to be honest like I fully expected them like to go to Holly's and hang out and like I didn't yeah. think anything I was just like I can't come by yeah um and that was when COVID was real high and like nobody could go in the hospital and she was in the ER and she was in surgery. So we had to wait in the parking lot, Yeah, you know, so we're sitting out there on those like hard benches at, um, Piedmont out in the parking lot and, um, out of nowhere, Holly and Robin and Brooke mm-hmm. pull up with Starbucks, mm-hmm. which if you're around me for longer than 30 <laughs> seconds, you understand that coffee is my love language yeah. and I believe is the solution for all of my problems. Yeah. yeah. And I told Robin that today, I said, you know, I don't even think I ever told y'all mm-hmm. just like how much it meant to me mm-hmm. that y'all just showed up. I was going to say that they were there. I didn't have to ask. Like you literally showed up with a cup of coffee and was like, we'll sit in the parking lot with you. I can only identify with that because when Kane had his surgery, um, when he was in middle school, and then um, we, who we call Papa Blankenship, mm-hmm. you know, six foot three, tall, skinny runner, right? Walks in the door, you know, when you're in a hospital room yeah. and it's, you know, the lights were dark because he had had surgery and it was cool in there and it just was a children's hospital. And so there are, you know, the things that happen in children's hospital happen and it was just hard, mm-hmm. Katie Bug. And when he opened that door, it was just like, <gasps> like a, a normal kind yes. of, hey, that's my people. Right. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, they couldn't do anything to fix that situation. Sure. Nobody could. Right. But they were just like, hey, if you have to be here, we do too. <laughs> and here's your coffee. Wow. And what do you, like, what do you need? Wow. What a beautiful story. And, you know, I told Robin, I said, I don't even know that I ever told y'all like mm-hmm. how much that meant to me that you just showed up. And it was just like, I didn't even know that I needed you to be there. Because the other piece of that story is Jonathan was at Lake Martin fishing with Philip, Holly's husband. So he's an hour and a half away. So I call him in a total panic. Like, you have to get here now. So like, it's it was literally me and dad in the parking lot, you know, of this hospital. My husband's not there it, so just to have them show up, it was like, oh my God, okay. Yeah. And Robin was like, you know, what's interesting about that is like, she said on our end, we never even thought about not coming. <laughs> she was like, immediately we were in a group text, like, okay, meet at Holly's, we're going to the hospital, Let, what do we pick up, you know, and like Holly and I, because we do weddings together, like she's knows my Starbucks order. So she's like, okay, Starbucks, I got the order, like... <laughs> they were like ready to go yeah and I mean good lord I know like I wouldn't have made it right without that yeah and so it's just so interesting to me that people don't have that Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of it you know is 
those relationships didn't just happen. <laughs> like, yes, I met Robin by chance because her parents decided to visit Auburn Heights. Right. I met Holly by chance because Philip started dating her mm-hmm. and she came to church with him. Mm-hmm. You know, like I met Bethany by chance because I went to Ichthus and she was working there that summer. And it's like I have these friends that, yeah, I met them by chance, but like we're not friends 18 years later because it just happened. Mm-hmm. Like both of us invest in that relationship and see it as a priority yeah and i'm gonna say by chance meaning because he's in every (laughs) detail of course right and so now you and i talked about this today has nothing to do with friendship remember i told you even as a little you start seeing your you start Mm -hmm. seeing that god was there as a little girl and you start seeing you know hey that's you were there i now i know what that was right right? and so now you see his word the older that you're getting Mm -hmm. because you're getting older now you're getting older you're not little katie anymore you're starting to say, oh, yeah. that's what he was doing mm-hmm. at Ichthus, and that's what he was doing, yeah. and, you know, that's cool to me. Yeah, yeah. So, I think that's the one of the things that I think is really important. If you want good friendships, if you want friendships that with people that you trust, if you mm-hmm. want mm-hmm. friendships that show up for you in a hospital parking lot with a venti latte mm-hmm. you know it, you have to make it make it a priority sure that doesn't just happen right um and you know the other thing that i thought about is real friends allow you to be who you are mm-hmm. but you can't do that if you don't know who you are Right. Like if you're not confident in who you are, if you don't know who God's created you to be, who he's called you to be, and you're not okay with that, then you're going to get around other people and you're going to start comparing yourself Mm -hmm. and you're going to get jealous and you're going to get insecure. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to find yourself talking about that person Mm -hmm. and gossiping Mm -hmm. and they've shared something with you that was super private and vulnerable. And now you're telling somebody else. Yeah. And all that is, all that showing is that you've got some areas that you need to work on with the Holy Spirit. Sure. But we can't be real friends to each other if we don't even know who we are and we're not comfortable and confident in who God made us. Yeah. And, you know, Robin and I are super different (laughs) in a lot of ways. Robin's like very logical, like, Katie, let's think this through. Right. And I'm like, let's slash their tires. (laughs) I mean, what what do we have to think about? (laughs) Yeah. And, but I never tried to make her like me. No, yeah. And she never tried to make me like her. Mm-hmm. And you complimented each other too. Right. And it's like, I'm okay that Robin wants to think through why we shouldn't slash someone's tires and probably make a spreadsheet about the pros and cons. And, you know, I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. And I should just say that Katie is not really slashing tires, but that's her saying. She always says that to me whenever she gets a little feisty. She'll say, let's just slash tires. (laughs) But, you know, like it's, I mean, Holly and I are super different, but we know you and I are super different. My word, yes. Yeah. But. Yeah. You know, it's not about trying to make everybody like me or me no. trying to be like somebody else. Right. And I've never looked at my friends and been like, oh, I've, if I just had what they have or if I just had yep. this. When you're saying that, I have this scripture right here. Let me see if I can find it. Do you? Ha- I, I got Romans twelve ten. I wrote I that down. That. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Mm-hmm. 
So if you're outdoing one another and showing honor and you're honoring one another, there's no need for comparison. There's no need for jealousy. There's no need for, and right. if you ever feel that way, because those are, you know, we're not in heaven. Yeah. We're not made perfect. The reason why most Americans have one friend, I would say not just Americans, but it was an American study. But while we have one friend, if that, some probably have none, right? Because they don't even trust themselves, much less each yeah. other. It's because of sin. And the right, it's a mm-hmm. sin in the world. So, I mean, at the beginning of Genesis, God, you know, there's a saying um, that God created us because he wanted, he didn't want to be alone. He wanted a friend. But I challenge that in saying the Trinity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They, they love and serve and, and fellowship with one another mm-hmm. and um, have a covenant with one another. All the things I, that he created us, not because he needed friendship, mm-hmm. but because he wanted it. And all through scripture, and this is what I, what I learned from when you told me friendship, Duh, the whole book is on friendship Mm -hmm. from Genesis to Revelation to the dead center of Proverbs, where it's talking about wisdom and friendship with all Mm -hmm. what you just said is what I just heard, like what you just said about all your friends being wise and how to treat each other, being wise and what that looks like and Mm -hmm. honoring one another. And you got to put the work in. Yeah. It's not easy to look at somebody and say, um... I'm linking up with you for the long haul. Right. No matter what that looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm showing up. What? I told you I was going to, because I know I try not to ask too many questions, <laughs> put people on the spot, but this is where I struggle because I am, you know, I want everybody to be my friend. I don't mm-hmm. want to be everybody's friend. We all friends. <laughs> hence the videos that I send, hence mm-hmm. the little messages that I send. It's because I want community. I want, and, and I mm-hmm. also like to be by myself more than most people too. And I get that. Um, when you're, when you are put in a situation where somebody is not nice, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have uh, talked about you behind your back, and I, and I'm a big believer in this. And this is which I, what I've taught my boys because you could start it off and they can finish it, and all my students over the year years. Whatever you do in the dark will mm-hmm. come to light, and whatever you speak, it it's gonna it's in the world. Yeah. Right? You've released that, um, and and I talk to your dad about this all the time. You know, I don't respond the way that the world does, and I know that's I, I, just because I don't respond and act to that mm-hmm. doesn't mean I don't know. Don't mistake my kindness for ignorance. Don't don't have to respond the way that the world does. Mm-hmm. Joking about the tires <laughs> slashing tires, but. I am aware of what you're doing. I see it. I'm a, an intelligent person, right. you know. Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say or ask is, you know, for me, I ask the Lord, so what do I do in this? What do I do when somebody has that? I definitely don't want to carry the spirit of offense. Got that from Debbie Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Don't carry the spirit of offense. Don't let it do it. Don't give the Satan a foothold. Okay, but... I keep allowing back in. I forgive mm-hmm. easy, and I do. Which is good that I yeah. forget. Okay, but how at that point, which you know we talked about boundaries, mm-hmm. which we're not going to get into that today because that's another forty-five minutes. But God shows us that in the scriptures mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. I guess I'm yeah. answering my own question. He shows that Jesus did that. Judas sat at the table mm-hmm. with him, even though he knew. Yeah, he gives us examples for that too. So, well, I Jesus guess, ministered to the multitudes, mm-hmm. and he had twelve plus some 
women and you know people that aren't named following him around and then he had his three mm-hmm. that he's like okay we're going up the mountain and you three are coming with me mm-hmm. and it's like you know I'm never going to tell people don't be kind don't be cordial don't sure. be no but not everybody gets full access to you they just don't yeah and not everybody's your people mm-hmm. you know I remember when I got to the age where I started dating you told me mm-hmm. not everybody's gonna be your person mm-hmm. there doesn't have to be this big reason why they're just not your person and literally saved me so like Jonathan thinks I'm so weird because when I talk about my college boyfriend, I'm like, oh my gosh, it was the best breakup ever. Like we both cried. (laughs) But it was just this understanding of like, you're great. There's nothing wrong. You're just not a person. Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay. And so not everybody's going to, you got to find your people. Mm. But also like when people show you who they are, you believe them, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like you just quoted Shane Blankenship. <laughs> We're a lot alike. He tells me that all the time. Kim, when people yeah. show you who they are, you know. Okay. Yeah. That is my brother. <clears throat> yes. Um, but, you know, and I had to learn that the hard way. Like, that that was not an easy lesson. And by no means have I had a picture-perfect life of friendship. You know, I I have the close-knit friends that I have because I had to weed some people out. Yeah. You know, I was really hurt in a lot of friendships. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also understood that when you show me who you are and what you believe in and what you value, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to believe you. And not that I don't forgive you. No. And not that I don't love you and not that I'm not kind. Mm -hmm. But, you then get limited access. That's exactly right. To my yeah. personal information. Sure. And rightly so. And, you know, that's just, you know, and I'm now at a point in my life where I'm like really comfortable with who my friends are <laughs> and I'm really mm-hmm. comfortable with my with my people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll have people that want to have coffee or want to, you know, and, and I will and I love doing that and I love sitting down with people and hearing their story and yeah. whatever. But like... I just don't let everybody have access. I can't. You can't. Yeah. I have to protect what, well, what I built. And now at this point in your life, you have a husband, you have a child. Yep. Yeah, you've got grown-up things you got to do. And um, talking about the 12, and then Jesus had his three. Okay, that is another example of, so Jesus understood what God was having him do. Mm-hmm. He knew he would be beaten, mocked, mm-hmm. ridiculed, that he would die in order for us to be reconciled with him mm-hmm. <laughs> and have a friendship. Because mm-hmm. at the end, we all get to come to the table with him, right? right? Because he values friendship. But that's to me, that's another example of he, right when he starts, he needed the 12. He started mm-hmm. the 12. That he knew he would have to have that yeah. coffee experience <laughs> like you had. Yeah. And um, so... When I was your age and maybe even a little bit younger, I didn't have a whole, like, I, I was very careful with, mm-hmm. with all that, you know, and I try to open myself up. And I do want to say this because somebody listening might hear this and say, well, I don't have a lot of friends or I don't, you know, Katie has three, Kim has, you know, two of my closest are which are in heaven now, mm-hmm. which is my mother-in-law and Ashley. 
Yeah. And that is truth. And I read about Ruth and Naomi and their mm-hmm. relationship. And that was a friendship, mm-hmm. true friendship. Um, I don't even know what I was going to say. This shows you I'm having a senior moment. <laughs> but anyways, value in friendship and knowing, oh, yeah. So you may be like, well, I don't have a lot or Katie has or whatever. Um, but I was very guarded with that. I didn't mm-hmm. let a whole lot of people in. And then when I did start trying to go do, as you know, I don't do girl trips. Probably never going to do a girl trip. Sorry, it's not, it's not my thing. Except for when we go well, to okay, Paris. I'm sorry. <laughs> you and I, Paris, we are doing that. Yeah. You know, I mean, like a big yes. group kind yes. of thing, especially if I'm, if you're not my people, <laughs> because yeah. I'm going to need my own room, my own space, right. and I'm just weird like we that. We know vacationing in general is not your thing. <laughs> <laughs> you're more of a staycation kind what of girl. Is, I don't know what's wrong with me. But I did try, mm-hmm. Katie. I did. And, and I was hurt. Mm-hmm. And I was, which is life. It's not a kid. Yeah. I'm not trying to, this is not a pity part. It's life. Um, and I, th- and I, you know, I think sometimes I've, and I've been called naive and you just see the good, you don't realize it. But I think it's our job to see the good in people. And it's okay yeah. if you at that point realize like that's not your people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want you not to, whoever's listening, to not step out and go and try and do. You will find it will yeah. be okay. And well, and you know, if you're somebody that's listening, that's like, I don't, I don't have a friend that I could call to come sit in a hospital parking lot with me. Like, I would ask the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. why, do, why don't I have somebody like that? Amen. D- like, search me, God, yeah. show me where I'm not, mm-hmm. and then help me find my people. Yeah, because listen. A new commandment I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So that's John 13, 34, 35. So as I have loved you. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? What is love? God is love. He does not envy. He does not boast. He does not insist in his own way. He does not rejoice in or at wrongdoing, yet he rejoices in truth. It is not arrogant. It is not rude. It is not irritable. It is not resentful, but it is patient and it is kind and it bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Um, it's not only a feeling, it's a way of mm-hmm. life. It is how we relate to others. Yep. And so when you say check yourself, and I have to, I have to check myself and make sure, you know, I'm not isolating. My thing is I yeah. isolate myself from the world, which is not good. And I know that, but I do kind of put myself out there. I feel like, mm-hmm. and I, I, I obviously I'm, I know that I'm not, I get an attitude. <laughs> especially with Shane and him. And I have my moments. Ask my boys. Um, but I don't understand the devouring of one another. I, yeah. I don't. I cannot wrap my mind around that. And maybe it's because I know what it is to live in darkness. And I don't ever mm-hmm. want to have any part of that anymore. But when I hear what God says about loving one another and to outdo one another, man, I take that challenge on. Mm-hmm. I just got to learn it ain't about buying people stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Katie wants one of uh-huh. these. And Andy wants one of these. Uh-huh. And Libby wants one of these. And, you know, it's not about that. So, anyways. Well, that's when I started thinking about friendship, the scripture that I kind of settled in was first Corinthians 13. And we use that a lot at weddings and it's appropriate for that. But, um, my favorite part of that whole thing is where it says love endures all things. Amen. Because to me, and I'm not the perfect friend. I mean, good Lord, I get 
my problem is I say yes to too much stuff and I get overwhelmed trying to do, 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 do that I forget to check in on my people and go for coffee dates and mm-hmm. you know uh, Robin and Jonathan worked together Jonathan was telling Robin about some aggravating insurance stuff we were having to deal with and she texted me and she was like Jonathan told me about the insurance stuff do we need a coffee date <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yes. yes we need to go have coffee and for 45 <laughs> minutes I need a vent about my stupid insurance yeah yeah um but you know there's something about Finding people and going, you know what? I love you for who you are. Amen. I'm holding space for you to be who you are. Mm-hmm. And I'm locking arms with you. And I'm going to endure whatever this looks like wow. for the long haul. Sure. Um, and, you know, when mom was, was sick and uh, she was in the hospital uh, a couple weeks before she died, uh, dad had texted one of his good friends, Todd Pierce, and was like, you know, giving him an update, like, please pray. And um, Todd texted him back and was like, all right, I'm getting on a plane. I'll be there Friday, mm. you know. And dad was like, you don't have to do that, you know, just pray, whatever. And the only thing that Todd texted back was, love looks like something. Oh, man, I love that. And that's the, that's what my friends did when they showed up with coffee. Mm-hmm. That's what my friend Kelsey did when, you know, dad called us to tell us that mom had died and she came over and packed my suitcase. Mm-hmm. It's like love looks like something and you've got to decide that it's not going to be all about you right. and your stuff, mm-hmm. but you're going to link up with somebody, even if it's just one person <coughs> and go yeah. like, I'm going to endure all of this. Mm-hmm. No matter what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, Robin and I have walked through breakups together, crises together, family drama, like mm-hmm. so much stuff. Holly and I, you and I, like, yeah. you know, and that's what Robin said today when we were talking about friendship. She was like, you know, yeah, some people are in your life for a season. She was like, but I feel like most people just give up too easy. <laughs> True. And I'm like, Yeah. Because there would have been ample opportunities for me to be like, this is just too much. Yeah. I mean, not with Robin. She's like the easiest person to be friends with. Um, But because she's just like, so go with the flow. I mean, (laughs) like Robin, could you get a little mad? No. She's like, no. She can't. She can't. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I mean, I think about other people that we were friends with that tried to cause problems between us, between me and Holly, you know, like that tried. And it was like, no, the, like, I believe that, that God sent you to me and that God sent me to you. And that matters more to me than the petty whatever. Yeah. And the way, let's say for, you know, the way that we get there, the way that we understand what God's saying. You talked about First Corinthians, and I have in my notes, Paul empowers us with a framework to respond mm-hmm. to any situation in love. Um, and so all that which you just said is if you don't know how to get there, if you don't, so say you have people in your life that you call friends, and yet you're like, hmm, you know, I'm questioning some things mm-hmm. or... I can't share my stuff with them because they'll judge or they'll they'll share my business with so and so. If you know those things, then 
and you need to know what a true friend is and you need to understand what God is ta- talking about when he talks about true friendship. Yeah. First Corinthians is a great framework. It is what Paul is saying is yeah. it. <laughs> and if you have somebody in your life that you're like, we're friends, but I can't tell you what I'm walking through or I can't be vulnerable because you're going to talk about me or judge me. Like, I mean, I think you need to ask the Holy Spirit, like, is this somebody that I need to go have a conversation with? Like, do I need to invite somebody to coffee and go, Hey, you know, I, I'm really struggling because I want us to be in relationship with each other. I want us to be friends, but this isn't working for me. The relationship that you're talking about, like I want us to have a relationship. God created us for that. We talked about Genesis to Revelation and Proverbs in the middle. Proverbs 18, 24. Some friends play at friendship, but a true friend sticks closer than one's nearest kin. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. At first, I put down skin, but then I realized it said kin because all that skin would have been good, God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that is what that is when yeah. people play at friendship because really, what you're doing, it's I don't know if this is true. It's just me thinking. It's an an ego thing. You just want the attention, or you need the whatever. You need but the validation, but you're not really. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let's not play at it. Let's right. really do it. Let's and 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 why do we play at it? Because it's the sin of the world. And that is what we have to fight against, putting on the full armor and doing the things to work. Well, and we're we're insecure and we're comparing ourselves and we're thinking mm-hmm. there's not enough room at the table. And if she has that, then there's not enough for me. Yep. And that's just a lie it's from a the lie. enemy. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much room at the table. Yeah. And, you know, nobody carries the unique gift that you carry. Yeah. And... Be proud of what mm-hmm. you carry and who God made you to be. Yep. And then let other people be who God made them to be. Yeah, I have a friend, um, and she is a friend. Do you hear me? I met her um, when we were little girls, and then she was in the band when, when I cheered, and she'd be up there, and her name's Keisha. <laughs> and um, she, like, even today, sent me a message, and she's just a ball of, like, a bundle of joy, period. But she's always encouraging me. She says the most kindest things, like, just, not just in her words, but in, in deeds and mm-hmm. stuff, too. But I don't know. I mean, really, some of the things that she said, I, I, like, just the kind things that she said to me today on the uh, phone through a text was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Because she's working really hard at outdoing yeah. me. Like, she's like, I'm a guy, I got you, girl. Uh-huh. It, but that that's lie for each other. But she means it, right? Yeah. Like, that is, you know, she's in Miami right now on vacation for two weeks with her family and sending nice messages and well, just I mean, encouraging. She take us, so she's not that good of a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my word, you are so crazy. Yeah. Um, but I was looking here, too. Um, this is the one I was telling you. Um, okay. Oh, I just put, talking about your nearest kin, Proverbs 18, 24. I put true friends will be with you through it all. Um, and then I got another one. It says, but Ruth said, where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. Mm-hmm. And your God, my God, and that's Ruth one sixteen. And little footnote: it's the widowed Ruth leaves her home and family to travel to a foreign land with her mother-in-law Naomi. And one of the Bibles, this is one of the Bible's most beautiful and stirring examples of loyal friendship. It's her mother and her mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, obviously, I was like, 
Debbie. Mm-hmm. And so I've talked to you about this before, you know, and it's going to be very honest because this is my story mm-hmm. and we share things because we want to empower other people with our stories, right? I think that's what this is for. But I have had that feeling like, who are you to feel like you stay in your lane, mm-hmm. that Debbie is Katie and Shane's mama and da 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 and and you can grieve, but kind of do it to the side and don't da da da. And my friend Ashley, well, you know, she her children and her mm-hmm. husband, and you're just her friend. And, da, da, da. and when I read that, mm-hmm. and when I've studied what you said about friendship, that is the reason why I feel validated. I don't know if that's the word, but I feel okay mm-hmm. with like no, because it goes back to yeah. right. He gave you those relationships because they are family. They're mm-hmm. sisters in Christ, and we just so happen to be friends on the side of heaven. And she was my mother-in-law, but how important that is to be able to pick up the phone and share, hey, this is what's going on in my child's life, or hey, this is what's going on with me, and da-da-da-da-da, and, it, and them just to listen, and to, and to quote scripture, and mm-hmm. to pray with you, and to, you know, Ashley, man, she'd bring over food when we had surgeries, mm-hmm. or, you know, we ain't got to talk about Big Deb, because she's going to be there <laughs> picking you up in that yeah. Tahoe, mm-hmm. taking care of business, but you know, so you can say, well, that's your mother-in-law or Shane's mom, and that's why she did that. No, that's not mm-hmm. true. She did that for a lot of people, Yeah, and that is a friend. And Ashley Barnes mm-hmm. did that for a lot of people, and that is a friend. So I, I understand when you're talking about your yeah. girls. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, with Jonathan and I, we were talking the other day because out of our friend group, there's not many boys in of kids. That, like, most of my friends have girls, and, you know— of course, all the guys like to joke, you know, like, oh, Mitchell's going to be such a stud. He's going to have, you know, whatever. He is. And I said, I said, okay, but I need y'all to understand. And I'm going to tell this little boy this. I worked a long time to be friends with these people. Yes. So if you go around and you hurt one of their kids, you still going to have to sit across the dinner table from them. We ain't going nowhere, boy. Y- you children that just got here are not about to mess up 18, 20 years of friendship. So behave accordingly because you know I'm a crazy enough mama (laughs) that will be like, oh, no, you still coming to dinner. We're going to be friends. And sitting across the table. We're all friends. This ain't changing. And so me and Robin and Holly and all of us joke, we're like, yeah, these these little children that just got here, they are not about to mess this up. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all are so crazy. But that's how much we value that. Like, we know. Mm Mm-hmm. We True. need each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I never thought at 28 I was going to bury my mom. Mm-hmm. But good Lord, did I need yeah. my people yeah. to show up. I mean, when we moved with a three-month-old, help me, Jesus, Robin and Holly came over and unpacked boxes at my house. That right there, though... <clears throat> when you say that, because I identify with it, right, when you said that, my spirit just jumped. There's nothing like seeing your mama. There's nothing like seeing your dad or your children or your husband. There's not, But there is something about your friends. Mm-hmm. Like in the middle, like a family crisis, uh, there's something yep. that's happened with your family, right? And then, you know, we've had we've had people come over and pray. And, and I can remember Libby knocking on the door and just handing me a plant she just had a plant it was i think it was in a green or a pink pink pot because at that time we were pink and green everything and 
she didn't stay. Libby's not. She's she's not. Mm-hmm. She's quiet. But I remember that Carrie, the the many 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 phone calls and and I, you know obviously I don't want to name call too much because I, I do have a I have a good group of friends mm-hmm. that are women of God that love big and they but I remember all those little things and no matter if my mama or my dad or your mama was there or granddaddy yeah. there was something about because they were my friends they're yours oh at your mama's funeral. We were standing in line, mm-hmm. right? And I'm kind of trying to stand back by Katie, behind mm-hmm. Katie and Shane. Doing, and here comes Carrie and Libby and um, mm-hmm. Charlotte. <laughs> and I was like, oh, baby. Oh, yes. It's just something about that. Something yes. about people that are yours. Mm-hmm. You know, and like me and Robin and Holly all joke that like when... Yeah, cause when, you, listen, cause I'm so sorry, squirrel. Because that is something y'all chose. Like, you didn't choose yeah. your family. I love y'all, but I didn't right. choose y'all. <laughs> I'm just joking. I actually did choose y'all. Yeah. But <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. But we always joke, like, <clears throat> when the guy, when we're all old mm-hmm. and the the guys dip out on us because <laughs> we're for sure living longer than them, mm-hmm. we, we're still going to be... Mm-hmm. hanging at the assisted living or wherever these little children dump us together it's such a gift from the lord and it is such a gift from the lord yeah because you know ashley and i joked about close to retirement i've got five years now she probably would have had a lot less than me i think she started she she may be close to being able to retire now and about we can't wait to rock on the front porch. So I want to mm-hmm. say this to you, imparting this into you as well. Um, savor every day and every moment with them because not that I'm not going to see Ashley again. Mm-hmm. So I'm not making it sad because I'm going to see her again. But it is a gift from the yep. Lord. So take the coffee dates, do the things because, you know, just the conversations y'all have, it gives you life, don't mm-hmm. it? It just does. And he, he created us to do that. As the church, we should be the place where real, true, genuine friendship exists. It's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I'm, I cannot even tell you how proud I am of you. I, I watch y'all. I see y'all. And it blesses me that you have that, even through all that we went through this past year. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you would be okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, thank God for my husband, and my family and mm-hmm. my aunts who come over and watch my baby. Yeah. And I knew that my life was going to be taken care of, right? Like Jonathan picked up the the bills and the laundry and the stuff. And my aunts came over and helped to the baby and, you know, all of the things. But when it came down to like me, because mm-hmm. Jonathan was grieving too. Sure. And not that my friends weren't, but, you know, mom was a mom to everybody. And she was definitely a mom to Jonathan. Um, But she's your mama. um, But I knew when it came to taking care of me, Mm -hmm. that that was my girls. Yeah. And they they did that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I never doubted that. It was never a question of if they're going to show up. Um and and you don't have to doubt that with them and and just because I've watched them and I watch them as mamas now because I think I'm the old lady of y'all now I'm the old one it's because you have a relationship first with the Lord yes 
and that's the difference so there is an order and y'all live by the order I mm-hmm. see that and that's why they're able to do those things and you yep. are confident in that do you know what I mean yeah and the other thing I want to say that I think is really important in being a good friend is um, being honest mm-hmm. and not forcing other people to manage the relationship and what I mean by that is if I call my friends and I say can you come help me with whatever mm-hmm. I trust them enough that if they can't do that they're going to be honest with me sure I trust that whatever they tell me is the truth. I'm not trying to read between the lines. Well, did she really mean that she could come? Or is she like really trying to, you know, did I, am I yeah, burdening her? Am I, Mm-mm. nobody has time to do that Mm-mm. for you. Mm-mm. And so I trust that my friends are honest with me. Mm-hmm. And I trust that if they call and say, I need you right now and it's an emergency, it's not something stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? For attention or whatever. It's like, no, I need you to drop everything and I'll do that in a heartbeat. Right. But it's, you know, uh, with one of my friends um, recently, you know, it was like, are you at home? Can I come over? It's bad. Mm -hmm. And I told Jonathan, I said, if she's calling me to come over like right now in the middle of the day, it's bad. And we got to handle it. Right. So, like, we're dropping everything and handling this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and so it was a situation that we had to talk through, whatever, but um, that she was walking through. But it's like, we got to be honest enough with each other and not force people in our life to manage us. Right. And try to read between the lines and try to figure out, like, don't be one of those people who says yes to everything and you can't do it. Yeah. Don't be one of those people who expects everybody to always drop everything for them when that's totally unreasonable. Right. Like, manage yourself so other people don't have to try to manage you in a relationship because that's exhausting for them and nobody has the time or the desire to mm-hmm. be in that kind of friendship. No. It, it doesn't benefit. Like, Well, and like you said earlier, if you're doing those things and you're not their friend, yeah. even though they may think, well, she's my friend, but they're not, you're not their friend. Right. And they're, so... It's, friendship is a two-way street. It's that what what it what did it say in Proverbs eighteen twenty four? Some friends play at friendship, but a true friend sticks closer than one's own skin. Um, kin, excuse me, I still want to say skin. I even had him work out this, but you, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, don't play at it. Don't don't yeah. play that game. Don't do that. And and listen, maybe you don't know you're doing it. Maybe you do. But we're telling you, like, if you get in the scriptures, it's going to show you right from Genesis <laughs> to Revelation. And ask the Holy Spirit. And, and ask the Holy Spirit. Ask how. And Jesus is your example. He loved us. He taught us how to love. Mm-hmm. He taught us what love is. And so you've got to put the work in. You yep. got to you got to love yourself first. Yep. Right. Love the Lord. Love yourself. Then love others. Mm-hmm. And um. But anyways, I I love you for sharing this. I've got a lot more I want to study on it. I'm not done studying mm-hmm. on this because it's a good one. Like I think this this can preach. Hopefully, Pastor Rodney's listening. <laughs> 
we don't talk about friendship a lot in the yeah. church. No, no. I mean, it just in general, mm-hmm. and it's it's a big deal. And I'm very impressed that you brought this up. Which I mean, every time you speak, you know that song, um, "What a Friend We Have in Jesus." Mm-hmm. My favorite part is, "Oh, what peace we often forfeit! Oh, what needless pain we bear! All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer." Um, and so, pray like you said. Ask the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Ask the Holy Spirit. Well, and how much needless pain do we carry because we don't ask anybody to Mm -hmm. help us, to come alongside us? Mm -hmm. I mean... And if Jesus had to do that with the 12 and the... You know, if he had... If he knew what I'm fixing to go through, I'm going to need some people. Yeah. How much more does Katie and Kim... Yes. Find your people. Yeah. Ask the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Who do I need to reach out to and ask to go to coffee? Mm Mm-hmm. Who do I need to... Or fish or whatever yeah, it is Yeah, whatever do. it is your <laughs> thing is. You I know? And, just saying, sorry. Yeah, no, I mean... <laughs> Turkey hunt or... <laughs> um, which, listen, Bubba, Shane, he's got that. He, I've been watching him. Mm-hmm. The, going to the pineapple and Keith and all of mm-hmm. them and Thurston and hanging out with them and doing. And they, you know, they're businessmen, so they have business conversations and all the things in the stock market. But they talk about life and... Yeah. You got to have it. Yeah. Find your people. Find your people. They're out there. And the Holy Spirit knows exactly who they are and... Mm-hmm. They have something that you need, and you have something that they need. Well, I'm going to tell this last story, and then I'll let you close in prayer. And if you want to say anything, it's towards the end. I can remember knocking on your door, and you had a little bob haircut, little silver teeth. And you opened the door, and you said, hey, I'm Katie. And I said, hey, Katie. And I can remember swinging you around in the front yard. And you said, you're so much more fun than somebody else. <laughs> One of Shane's all girlfriends. And um, I can remember watching you as a, you know, a young, going through elementary school. I can remember watching you through high school years, Brookstone. I remember you going through school. And I get to see you as a wife and a mama. And get, I mean, obviously your family, but you are a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. You are a friend of mine, and you are a good friend. And those girls are very blessed to have you back back and forth. I know that. But you are a good friend, and you have a great foundation of people that you've learned from. Um, I see your mama in you. (laughs) And when I talk to you on the phone, and I'm like, okay, that was not a big deal. just then. (laughs) So I want to thank you for being a good friend, and I want to thank you for putting the work in and studying and knowing. Um, I can't leave out your dad. You know, just, he's a great friend. Mm-hmm. He is a good friend, and he loves big. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you're a perfect mixture of both of them. You may have a little bit more Debbie in you, but I'm just saying. <laughs> um, and so, I, I do, I wanted to just tell you that I love you, and I appreciate you being a good friend, because yes. I have needed a friend. Mm-hmm. It's been a very difficult time for me, losing two very powerful, powerful wo- yeah. women for just a short time yeah you know i get to see him again but um it can be lonely when you're and so yeah. somebody who doesn't have that and it can it is very lonely mm-hmm. and so i just want to encourage you to, to do what katie said to pray ask the holy spirit get in the scriptures start working on yourself first mm-hmm. spending time with the lord and go from there 
so yeah and you know I mean just just like you said you know like you watched me grow up so for a long time you know we just had that you're my sister-in-law you're married to my brother you had kids you know but it's like now we're both in this phase of life of mommying and mm-hmm. wifing and mm-hmm. in ministry and all the things and so you know 10 years ago neither one of us probably would have thought like oh we'll just be the best of friends and sisters and talk on the phone every day and <laughs> yeah but you know god has a way of bringing people together when they need to be together yeah. and so and you we may keep have each other straight yeah too now. we get we we okay keep going <laughs> but you may have people in your life that you never thought of as a friend right that god's saying like hey let's mm-hmm. just reach out a little bit mm-hmm. you know um so i think asking holy spirit like mm-hmm. who are my people who do i need who can yeah. i link up with and you know he'll he'll show you who they are amen and you know we're not going to talk about the fact that i was four and opening the front door <laughs> and who was parenting where, me where were rodney and debbie <laughs> like, where were her parents <laughs> i think i asked mom that one time and she was like you act like we had any control over you at all <laughs> yeah i could tell a lot of yeah. stories right now <laughs> i've heard some stories about you not they're not all yeah. about shane there's some mm-hmm. some about you too <laughs> but mostly shane yeah yeah no i think that was really good what you just said was perfect because there are people in your life that got like you said there are people in your life right now that you may not even realize and they need a friend too and god just i think that was beautifully said what you just said yeah and if you're going to be a friend be a great one yeah don't play at it no yeah good i love you i love you sure jesus we just thank you that you're the ultimate model of friendship that you um our relationship mm-hmm. it, it exists in the trinity and that we uh, get invited into that Amen. and so god i just ask that whoever's listening to this that feels alone that feels isolated that feels like they're having to carry all of this um by themselves um i don't know why i have a picture of like somebody sitting in their car listening to this going mm-hmm. like I'm totally alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but whoever you are, um, first of all, know that Jesus is in the passenger seat. And he's oh, like, yeah. I am right here. You've never been alone. Not for a second. Have you ever been alone or abandoned? Um, and that you would just open your heart and go, okay, God, um, help me help me find my people. And God, that if there's somebody listening that knows that they haven't been a great friend, that they have um, hurt people, that they've gossiped, that they've been mean, that they, you know, that God, that you would um, convict our hearts. God, show us where we've hurt other people Mm -hmm. and give us the strength and the courage to go to that person and apologize and um, and own what own what we did and apologize and try to make it right. And, um, and God, that you would just start leading people together, that they would find um, their people um, that would endure with them through the long haul. So we just thank you um, for the fruit that's coming out of Amen. this time together. And I just thank you for Kim and her obedience to you and her love for people. And I'm just so grateful that 
she's my sister, but also one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just thank you that for all of my friends mm-hmm. that um, pour into my life and that help me carry um, the things that I carry every day. Um, so we just uh, bless you. Thank you. We love you. Amen. Amen.